Babe, you were supposed to turn back there. Relax. I know where we're going. Oh, okay. Well, I'm the one with the map, so I'm the one who clearly knows where we're going. Okay, like that time in Costa Rica. Okay, that was one time, and the map was in Spanish. That's not even fair. Yeah, but we almost died. Oh, those headhunters weren't really gonna kill us. Okay. What about the time in Atlanta? There's a time in Jacksonville. What about last night? We we're on our way to a small group. It's not like we haven't been there 47 times. Okay, you were the one who insisted we take a back road. What's that sound? Is that the gaslight? No, it's not the gaslight. We have at least two gallons of fuel when that thing goes off. <laughs> This is perfect. We're out of gas. How convenient! I told you we should have stopped at that station last exit, but no, don't listen to me. First you get us lost, and now we're out of gas. Look, I know exactly where we are. There's probably a gas station right up the road. I'll just go get us some gas. Fine. You're the one who got us lost, so I'm not moving. <laughs> And I don't even have cell phone service, so I can't update my Facebook status and tell my friends how stupid you are. <laughs> But <laughs> I did download last night's episode of Grey's Anatomy, so I'll just be here watching that. Have fun. Good luck. All right. Good for you. I'll be back in five. If uh, you are married or dating, you might have had that conversation uh, sometime in your life. Does that sound familiar to anybody? Yeah, yeah, we've had a few of those conversations before, right? Well, uh, I wish I would have invited that couple to our marriage series that we just had. Seems like they could have used some help in that. Maybe come to our marriage uh, seminar that we did recently. But uh, many of us are, can identify with that conversation. We understand what that's like to be in those situations. Well, today we are starting a new series entitled "Direction." In life, we are all headed in a direction. We're all going somewhere. We're all on a path that's leading to a specific destination. And sometimes we're headed in a good direction, and other times we're headed in a not so good direction. So in this series, we're going to explore some of the paths that we are on, and how to get from where we are to where we really want to be in life. Now, as we dive in this morning, I have to ask you: How many of you would admit publicly that you're not that great with directions? Wow! Look, you guys are much more secure in your identity than the first service because there was some real slow hands coming up. There is a Large group of people of us that are not that great with directions, and I am part of the club. Not always that great with directions, but my wife is. You know, when we travel someplace new, it's amazing to watch Tammy just give her a few moments, and she can get her bearings and find her way around town fairly quickly. It's really cool to watch, and as a guy, sometimes it's a little irritating. <laughs> sometimes it gets under my skin. All right. Um, when we first got married, uh, I would argue with Tammy over directions because I'm a guy, you know. And and we guys write even when we're completely lost. We act like we know where we're going, just like in this skit this morning. So we would pull up into a new town, someplace that neither of us had been before, and Tammy would say something like, "Hey, why don't you take that road over there? Because I bet it connects with the road that we're trying to get to." And I would respond as a loving husband. You cannot possibly know that, okay? We've never been in this town before. You cannot possibly know that that road would connect to this other road. And to prove it, I'll drive down this road, 
that you want me to go down. And I'll prove that it doesn't lead to where you think it does. And I would drive down that road. And it would lead to where she thought it would. <laughs> and so um, today, I pretty much just trust Tammy. So if I'm in an unfamiliar territory, I look to Tammy and say, uh, which road do you think we should take? And she says, and, and I take that road, and usually we end up in a good place. Every once in a while, I'll argue with her just over directions because it brings back fond memories <laughs> of our marriage. So it's a, it's a good thing to do. But when traveling to a new place, we understand that it's important to know where we're going. None of us want to get lost. None of us want to run out of gas and end up at a, a, a wrong destination or end up in a place that we don't want to be. But in a group this size, we all can say that we understand this next uh, lesson that I'm about to share with us. This lesson we've all learned in life is that we know that the road that we're on will determine where we end up. So when you're on a road and you're driving someplace, you know that road is going to lead to a specific destination. It may not be a place that you want to end up, but if you're on that road and you're driving in that direction, that's where you're going to end up. And we all know that in order to get to the Keys, you can't jump on 95 and drive north, right? So we got that. If you don't have that, then you're in the group that doesn't get directions really well, okay? And we know that we can't head south on 95 and find ourselves in Jacksonville. We understand that when we're driving, but we don't always get how that truth applies in other areas of our lives. In life, we're all on a path. We're all headed in a direction. In fact, we're on multiple paths at the same time. We're on a spiritual path. We're on a relational path a financial path, a vocational path, a health path, an emotional path, maybe even an educational path. There are many different paths that we can travel all at the same time in life. On some paths, we know where we're going. We have it mapped out. We know at this time, this is where we want to be. At this time, this is where we want to be. This is, this is how far in the journey we want to go. This is what we want to have accomplished at this point. And then there are other paths that we're on and we're not so sure. We're driving cautiously. I'm, I'm not exactly sure where I'm going or how I'm going to get there. I'm just careful. And then there are other paths that lead to places that we really don't want to go. They have destinations that we really don't want to be at. And yet we're still on that path, driving in that direction. The truth that we're going to explore in this series is this, direction always determines destination. Direction always determines destination. So in life, the direction that we travel will determine where we end up. It doesn't take uh, a genius to figure that out. But again, there's a disconnect often from what we do when we're driving around town, navigating how to get from one place to another, and our lives there's a disconnect. Sometimes in our lives, we're like, we don't see how that truth applies in our personal lives. And here's some examples of how we don't get that truth in our lives. A single person says, I want to marry someone who will love me and care for me, someone I can stay in love for a lifetime with, someone who shares my values and my passions you know, someone I can be holding hands with, you know, years from now when we're sitting in rocking chairs together at the nursing home. And then they date anybody who will ask them out. 
The only criteria is if they're cute. You know, it, it doesn't matter if that person's been divorced four times. Doesn't matter if they have a drinking problem or anger issues. Doesn't matter. As long as they're cute, we're in. A business person works hard to build a substantial career and reputation in the community and then allows themselves to get wrapped up in drugs and alcohol. Two separate paths heading in two separate directions. A parent wants their kids to grow up to be responsible adults and then never disciplines their kids. Never takes the time to say, you know what, that's not a good thing to do. I'm gonna correct your behavior there. I'm gonna point you in another direction. Just never interacts with their kids at that level. A married couple wants to have a great marriage, but makes the kids a priority over their relationship. Again, two separate paths heading in two separate directions. A parent says, I want my kids to have a strong relationship with God, and then never teaches them how to do that. Someone wants to be financially secure and then um, gets every credit card they can and maxes out all those credit cards in two separate directions. A person dreams of a life of freedom and yet refuses to forgive someone who's hurt them deeply. A working parent says, you know, I want to retire early so I can enjoy my family and, you know, I'm going to work hard now so I can spend time with my family then. And then when they retire, their kids look at them and say, who are you? I don't know you. You spent all your time at the office. I don't want to be in a relationship with you now. A grandparent envisions the fun that they're going to have with their grandkids and then never takes care of their health. And then for health reasons, they can't interact with their grandkids the way that they'd like to. A person wants to spend eternity in heaven and then lives as if they have a lifetime to make that decision. And, and they don't make that decision before. It's too late. Now, this list could go on and on. There are all kinds of paths that we're on that, that lead in directions that we really don't want to end up at. The interesting thing about all of us is that we have this tendency as human beings to pick paths that lead to directions that we don't want to end up at. The Bible tells us in Isaiah 53, 6, all of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We've left God's paths to follow our own. So all of us, nobody's excluded from this, all of us have walked away from God walked away from his paths for us to follow our own path. One of my favorite old hymnal songs is the song, Come Thou Fount. I don't know if you're familiar with that or not. If you're not, it has a verse in there that says, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love. And that's me. That identifies me. I am prone to walk away from God. I'm prone to walk away from his path. The reality is that's you too. You're prone to do that. It's, it's part of our human nature. It's part of what we do. We walk away from God and his path and we say, you know what, God? I think I've got a better plan. I've got a better path. I've got a better idea. I think the path that I'm on will lead to a better destination than the path that you are recommending for me to follow. But listen to what Proverbs 14, 12 says. There is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. So there's a path before all of us, and we go, man, this seems like the right path, but that path leads to death. And you may have never heard that verse before, but I think that we all 
instinctively get it. I think we understand it because we all can look back at different points in our lives and we can all say things like, you know, I never should have took that job. I never should have dated that person. I never should have went on that trip. I never should have got involved with those friends. I never, you know, should have started that habit or made that decision because it has negatively impacted my life in a a big way. So with experience, we look back on life and say, you know, if I could go back, I'd change some things. I'd drive down some different roads. I'd avoid some roads. I'd make some different decisions. But we all know we can't go back. We can only go forwards. But how do we go forward without knowing that the path that we're on right now will lead to a good or a bad place 20, 30, 40 years from now. So how do we move forward, you know, thinking about the path that we're on and 30 years from now know that that's going to be a great place to to end up at? Because we look back and go, you know, I've made some bad choices back here. So how do I know as I go forward, I'm going to make some really good choices about the new paths that I'm on? Part of the answer to that question is found in how we view life. It's how we view the path that we're on. It's our perspective of the path that we are traveling. So I'm going to ask you to grab your Bible and turn over to Proverbs 22. Proverbs 22. In our paperback Bibles, it's found on page 496. Proverbs 22, verse 3. And we are going to read this verse out loud together. So if you have found your spot, Proverbs 22, verse 3. So out loud together, here we go. A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. All right, we're going to try that one more time. Here we go. A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. Okay, now in this verse, we don't use the word prudent very much, but it basically means wise. So you just take out prudent, put in wise. A wise person foresees danger and takes precautions. So in this verse, we have a path. We have two different types of people. We have a wise person and we have a simple person. And we have two different outcomes, Now, the wise and the simple, they're on the same path. They're looking down the same road, and they see the same things. But a big difference between them is how they interpret what they see and then what they do about it. So to to start with, we have the wise person, and they do something that the simple person doesn't. So as they're walking down a path, they look ahead, and they look for danger. And there is some danger in this room, I see. (laughs) And you're very close to me. I have to be careful. Okay, so a wise person, when they're walking down a road, they look ahead and they're looking for things that aren't going to be good. They've got their eye out for, I'm looking for something on this path. And if there's something that just doesn't seem right, I'm going to make a course correction. I'm going to change the path that I'm on. See, for a wise person, what they understand is life is not a series of isolated decisions or isolated events. Life is a path that we walk on. Wise people understand specific actions result in specific consequences. For example, 
If you smoke for 40 years, most likely you'll end up with lung cancer. If you take care of your health, there's a good chance you'll live a longer, more productive life. If you go out with that group of friends, there's a good chance that there's trouble ahead and possibly consequences for hanging out with that group. So a wise person is always asking themselves, based upon where I'm at and where I want to be, is this path a path I want to be on? Is this a wise decision? Is this wise for me? to do this thing, to make this decision, to go out with those friends, to uh, engage this habit or whatever. They're always asking, is this a wise thing for me based upon where I'm at and where I want to be in life? Now, a simple person, on the other hand, sees life as a series of isolated events and decisions that are not connected to each other in any way. Today's about today. Tomorrow's about tomorrow. Today's decisions don't affect tomorrow in any way. And that passage says the simple, they just blindly walk towards danger. And the wise and the simple, they see the same thing, but they interpret it very differently and they do some different things as a result of that. And if we could stop the wise person and the simple person at the beginning of the path that they're on and ask them what they see, I think we would hear different things. We would hear them say some slightly different things. The wise person would say, you know, I'm looking down this path and maybe I'm not exactly sure what I see ahead, but I see some danger. There's some potential danger ahead. And so I'm going to take precaution. I'm going to walk very carefully down this path I'm walking. Or we might hear the wise person say, you know what? I'm looking down the road and I see danger. I'm not, I don't have to wonder what it is. I see it. I'm looking right at it. And so what am I going to do? I am going to change directions. I'm going to walk down a different path. I'm not walking down that path anymore. A simple person, on the other hand, would say, yeah, I'm looking down the road and I see some stuff down there. It may not be the greatest, but you know what? It's not that big a deal. You know, I, I can handle that. I'm a grown up. I can handle whatever that can throw at me. You know what? Might even be fun. So, different perspectives of the same path and the same stuff that's being looked at. Again, the simple person doesn't see this path as a path, they see it as an isolated event, something that won't impact their future in any way. Anybody here familiar with the TV reality show Cheaters? A few of you? Okay, I see some nodding heads. So maybe you've seen it. I've seen it one time. It's a sad new reality show that's based upon confronting people that are cheating on their boyfriend, their girlfriend, their spouse, their fiance. So it's kind of a really sad show based upon that foundation. So the one show that I watched had a guy was cheating on his girlfriend and the cheater staff had been following him for several weeks and they had pinpointed him. him they knew that he was out at, on a date with this other woman at a restaurant. And so that's where they decided to confront this guy. So with all their camera crews and their lighting crews and this big entourage of people, they walk through the restaurant up to the table where this couple is sitting. And the couple's a little confused. They're like, who, who is this and why are they walking to our table and why are we on film? They're confused until the guy sees his girlfriend step out of the crowd. So she steps out of the crowd and he's gone. 
He jumps up and bolts out of the restaurant. He runs down a back alley. He runs several blocks away. And the whole crew at, at Cheaters, their staff, they're scrambling to try to find this guy. Where is he at? Where did he go? And they find him several blocks away, hiding in a dumpster. And he's, he's peeking out of the dumpster, just hoping that nobody sees him. Direction always determines destination. Now, I know this guy thought that this was an isolated event in his life. This was just a, a momentary thing that didn't affect anything else, but it wasn't. It was a path that this guy was on. And I know this guy wanted, that, wanted his girlfriend to think that they were on a good path together. He wanted to convince her, hey, we're on a good path. I'm on a good path with you. But he wasn't. He was only fooling himself and he was fooling her. The path that he was on only leads to the dumpster. That path always leads to the dumpster. It doesn't lead anywhere else. Nowhere else. It just leads to the dumpster. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. Now, it's easy to watch shows like that and think, you know, what a loser. He should have known, you know, that that path was going to lead to the dumpster. But then it's a little bit harder sometimes when we look at our own lives to, to analyze the path that we're on. Sometimes we don't see that the path we're on is leading to a similar place, like another dumpster at the end of another street. And it's not a great place to, to go, and it's not a great path to be on. But it's hard to see that ourselves sometimes. The reason this truth that we're exploring is so important is it can save us from so much pain in life. The reality is there are paths that God does not want us to go down. There are consequences. God does not want us to have to experience. God wants to protect us from certain paths that lead to the dumpsters in life. I have a friend who went down a wrong path. He got involved in some things that he never should have been involved in. Nothing illegal at first, it's just some stuff he just shouldn't allow himself to be involved in. And he was in some great friendships, some guys that were having some real open conversations about struggles in life and were challenging each other in their relationship with God, but he never took advantage of those conversations. And my friend thought that he could handle what was in his life. He thought he could handle the road that he was on. He, he didn't think it was too much for him. He thought he could navigate the complexities of that and and he thought that it was an isolated event. He didn't see that it was a path that he was on. Then his involvement in this thing became illegal. And he literally made a decision to drive down a road to engage in some illegal activity. And while he was driving down this road, he thought, I shouldn't do this. This is wrong. I need to turn around. But it was too late. He had already tripped over some legal barriers, and he was arrested, and he's in prison today. Not a bad guy. He's a good guy. But as he looked at the path that was ahead of him, he saw danger, and he didn't say, you know what? I need to make some adjustments here. I need to take some precautions. I need to go down a different path. God didn't want him to end up in that location. God did not want him to end up at that destination. And I know my friend looks back and I know he says, I wish I would have listened. 
wish I would have listened to some other people. I wish I would have listened to God. I wish I would have looked at what I was looking at and sought for what it really was. I wish I would have made some better decisions, but he didn't. And, you know, my friend can't go back. He can only go forward. In our lives, we can't go back. We can only go forward. God, uh, the, the amazing thing about the God that we serve is that he takes things like this and he can turn them for good. The Bible says he can take a really bad situation, he can turn it around into a really good situation. And that is what's happening for my friend. Some really cool things are happening in his life. But the reality is, he didn't need to go to prison. God didn't want him to go there. Turn over in your Bible to Proverbs 1.20. Should be a few pages to the left. Proverbs 1, verse 20, found on page 481. Sometimes as we're navigating the paths of life, we think, you know, it's really hard to understand what God wants us to do. Sometimes we think that God is kind of playing a game with us, that he's hiding some of his wisdom and direction and guidance from us. Maybe that God kind of likes to watch us stumble around in life aimlessly looking for direction. But listen to what God says in Proverbs 1.20. Wisdom shouts in the streets. She cries out in the public square. She calls to the crowds along the main street, to those gathered in front of the city gate. How long, you simpletons, will you insist on being simple-minded? How long will you mockers relish your mocking? How long will you fools hate knowledge? Listen to verse 23. Come and listen to my counsel. I'll share my heart with you and make you wise. God doesn't hide his wisdom from us. He says openly to anybody who wants to hear, my wisdom is available. All you have to do is come. And listen, and I will teach you how to become a wiser person. So the first step in becoming a wiser person is admitting to God that we're simple people. Just saying to God, you know, God, I just, I need to admit that I'm a simple person. I've been a simple person. I've been on a path that I shouldn't be on, and I want to learn from you. The reality is it's no news flash to God that we're simple, right? Right? I mean, you know, a conversation to God, hey, God, I need to let you know I'm a simple person. He's not shocked. He's not going to spill his coffee. (laughs) He knows it, okay? He knows our nature. He knows our tendency to walk away from him. And so God says, listen, admit it, just admit it. That is what you are. But if you'll come to me, I'll teach you how to become a wiser person so that you can navigate the many paths that there are in life to navigate. So as a part of this series, I encourage all of us to spend time reading the Bible. That's where we become wiser people. That's how we learn God's wisdom. It's by reading the Bible. It's the only place that we can turn for the thoughts of God captured in print for us. So what we've put together on our website at theepicchurch.com is a Bible reading plan, something we've been doing since uh, January. But during this series, we're going to guide you through the book of Proverbs. 
The book of Proverbs in the Bible is known as the book of wisdom. So it's a great place for us to hang out and learn God's wisdom. So I encourage you to go onto our website, under our resources tab, and look for our spiritual growth challenge with today's date, and you'll see a Bible reading plan that you can just follow along in your week. And with God's help, we can learn to become wiser people. In closing, what type of person are you? Are you a wise person? Or are you a simple person? And what path are you on? Are you on a path that's headed in a good direction? Or are you on a path that's leading towards a dumpster of life? Your direction will always determine your destination. Now, I hope that you'll join us next week because next week I'm going to talk about one of the major things that influences our direction, the direction that we travel in life. And uh, I'm just going to invite our worship team to come up, and they are going to guide us in a closing song. Actually, the, the song I referenced this morning, Come Thou Fount. And as this song is, is being played, I encourage you to pay attention to the words. Pay close attention to the words and see if you don't identify with some of the paths that you've been on in your life and maybe a path that you're on right now. And I encourage you to have a conversation with God during this song. Admit that you're simple and ask him to teach you how to become wise. I'm gonna pray and then our worship team's gonna guide us in this closing song. So let's pray together. So God, I thank you, Lord, for the, the truth of scripture. Lord, that we can turn to the Bible for truth to guide us in our own lives. Lord, there's so many paths that we face in life and so many directions that we can go and so many choices. And Lord, so often we just don't know what to do. We don't know where to go. And Lord, there's moments we charge down a path thinking, yeah, I know exactly where to go. And the reality is it's a path that's leading to a bad place. So Lord, this morning we admit that we're simple. We admit we've been on some bad paths. And Lord, we want to learn how to become wiser people. So Lord, I pray that you would teach us or through the reading of your word, as we read this week in the book of Proverbs, that you would teach us how to become wiser people. Lord, I know that some of us are, are on a path right now that we need to get off of. And to become a wiser person means we admit this is a bad path and we turn and we head down a new path with you. So Lord, we need your help to navigate the paths of life. Pray that you would guide us. In Jesus' name, amen.